I am one of the co-founders and chief operating officer for the Stafford Boxing Club Incorporated, our nonprofit organization, which is a yearly mentoring program for at-risk youth in the community. So we will be able to teach financial literacy, communication, discipline, decision-making, as well as campaigning for a premium education. These are the foundation for the Stafford Boxing Club, these 20 mentees in our program here at Panola Way Elementary School. 20 years from now, Stafford Boxing mentees will be known across the world. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? You're at the Stafford show with the mm -hmm, stuck with the mm -hmm, got captured with the mm -hmm. All I can say is mm -mm -mm. let's go. Mm -mm -mm. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like that. I like that too. Due to, to Shador and Sanders on them boys for real. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. They're doing some for big real. Time things. For real. Shout out to Coach Prime. I want to make sure and I get it right. The team and everybody, all the coaches, all the trainers, all the parents, the school, the community, just everybody. Everybody's been playing a big part. For real. Straight so up. That, that's big time. Yeah. Right this called us Shador Sanders. Yeah, for real. I think that I think watching them, well, I don't watch it, but I listen when you're watching it. Mm -hmm. That would probably make me want to watch some football. I mean, I do like football and I like basketball, but I'm not really into that. Usually when you're watching, I'm busy doing my own thing. Oh, I want to say thank you to everybody who wished me a happy birthday yesterday. Thank you for taking the time out. That's really appreciated. So thank you. I had a great time yesterday. I just really wanted to relax, to be honest with you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you for being here. And I know that the title is, whew, it probably um, cut some people, but we're just going to get straight to it. And then there's some, uh, some other things that we want to discuss. And we've talked about this before, and it's it's just very disappointing when it comes to women. In boxing. In boxing. Well, women, period. Yeah, that's what I was just but, about to say, in any industry. And I had a very long discussion. So this is everything that I'm about to say. This is real. No cap. So I'm just going to give it to you. But I do want to talk about the urine test. So I do know that each one of the sanctioning bodies, all their rules and their regulations, they're going to be different. They're not going to be the same. I get it. So you can have a urine test really whenever. But it really depends, number one, on what type of fight it is. Like it's a, if it's for a championship fight then they can have how many that they want. If it's a lower fight, then it's not that many they have to take. But in my opinion, I think it should just all stay the same. It also depends on if the fighter, the boxer, has had anything previous dealing with some 
substance abuse or whatnot, or some type of drug that's not allowed. So that's another reason why too. And you can also have it pre-fight and post-fight. So the pre-fight is usually when they're having the weigh-in. And then you have to have people or person or a person that is certified that can handle the urine. And then of course it's taken to the laboratory. Now we've heard some things about the urine testing, especially with Alicia Baumgartner, because I know at one point in time I was thinking, I'm like, why would all of a sudden, since she's had the fight, after the fight, they say that she has something illegal and illegal substance within her. Well, like I said, all the sanctioning bodies are not the same. So they can make the decision really of how long that it will take to get the results back. But it also goes for the laboratory as well because they could be backed up. There can be other ones too. But my thing is because it's like, a system where all the men know each other. Like we said, we know who runs the sports industry. We know who runs the media industry. So you have to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. In my personal opinion, I believe that you can get the results back faster. I know I'm not a boxer, but I have taken urine tests before and they did a thorough testing of course to make sure that i was clean with everything and so let me ask you a question mm -hmm. how do you feel about uh alicia uh testing positive for uh her urine sample well number one you do have some people that are in the boxing industry that have said that it's true but I have not heard anything back from Alicia. And I'm just going to stay quiet because I know at times you can have so much faith in a person and sometimes you can be proven wrong or then it can also go the other way. But I remember seeing a picture of Alicia and she was young because she's always been active. She's always, she's always been athletic. Mm -hmm. And when I saw the picture of her, she automatically had muscles. So I'm thinking it's probably just in her genetics. Mm -hmm. And also from what she has experienced at a gym that she has trained at and in her life, I personally really don't see her doing something that's just going to overthrow jeopardize. everything, jeopardize everything that she's worked hard for, what she had to go through and all the training. Me personally, I don't see that. So I'm just going to stay quiet and sit back. But I do like Alicia. And if you're asking me my opinion, I don't think that she did. But like I said, I get it. Pre-fight and post-fight, you all can get you all can get the results quicker than normally. So but if there's anybody out there watching and you know that I'm wrong, please let me know. I would I would like to know. So so before a fighter about to have a fight, they get 
urine tested? Yeah, like the, and, yes. before and after. Before and after, okay. and even before the pre-fight. Like, say if they're just at the gym, right? Mm-hmm. They can just they might just have to take a urine test. Oh, okay. Then during the weigh-in, they take one, okay. and then they can take one post-fight. Mm, okay. So that that's one thing. The other thing is I want to go back to the contracts, especially with the women. There have been some women that can't read, some women who do read the contracts, but they don't understand the contracts. And then there are some women, as we said before, that are really in a situation. So it's like money money is being said, this is how much you're going to make. So then they're just going to sign the contract. That's one of the biggest mistakes. The other thing is that I want to talk about is now what's in each one of the contracts is supposed to protect everybody that's going to be a part of either a particular fight or fights. So in the contract, it can either say, okay, on this day and date and time, where the fight is going to happen, this is how much that you're going to get paid for this particular fight. Or it could have more than one fight on the contract. The other thing that I found out is these women are not getting paid what the media or the news may say. The majority of the women are walking around and they're just getting $3,000. Per fight? Yes. And also... That's crumbs. Let me tell you this. I'm still going to go back to the contract. Also, they have had women that were on cards, and they actually fought before, and there was nobody in in the venue. Nobody. Nobody So they didn't even get anything from the gate. Oh, they didn't get no gate money. No. So my thing is, is women getting pimped? And and guess what? And it is what it is. And I believe, in my personal opinion, that within the contract, it needs to be, I don't care if it's 10 or 20 pages, what they need to do is, lawyer, not not even just the lawyer, oh, before I continue, the bill, like the WBC bill, can be between what fifteen thousand to thirty thousand dollars, right? So there's other female fighters or athletes or female boxers who are working two or three jobs. They may even be putting up the mortgage on their house just to pay for their bill. So my thing is if the wait a minute, hold on, hold on. So the female fighters are getting paid three thousand dollars per fight. Yes, some Depending, a lot of them, a, a lot, lot of them. them. And so, them. what is the average pay for a male fighter? Okay, now because I didn't heard you... some some male fighters, you know, get paid like fifteen hundred, two thousand, three thousand dollars per fight. So, uh, is now, it different who, now? Now, now. What male fighters are you talking about? Because I know we're not talking about a Tyson or a Usyk or Haney or Stevenson. 
a lot of that, okay, you want to talk about with the men, mm -hmm. normally those are ones that are just coming in. Okay. So as well. Like so, say if like they say if they were in the Olympics, I'm just giving you an example, right? If they were in the Olympics or not, then they're doing the amateur. Okay. And then they're moving up. Okay. Now sometimes that can happen. Now I've never heard that. What up three thousand? I know, I never heard the men, any man, and I'm not saying that it has not happened. I personally I normally hear about at least five. have not read or heard anything about a man getting paid that little. So let me ask you a question. So when you refer to women getting pimp in the boxing industry, you are referring to the purse. I'm talking about the purse and how they're being treated. treated. Okay, gotcha. Now with the let's go back to the contract. Oh, now if the sanctioning bodies know how much that the um, female, the woman boxer is getting paid. Why are the belts still that much? Because the commissions, the commissioners or the commissioner or the sanctioned body is supposed to protect to make sure that the rules and the regulations and the judges and everything is running smoothly and everybody has a character and integrity just to break it down in small terms or whatnot. But I don't see that happening. Now I will say, okay. So, the um, who who is the uh, promoter for Alicia? What's his name? Uh, uh, Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn. So, Eddie Hearn is kind of under distress right now because of the situation right. with uh, Alicia Hearn. Right. So, how much money do you think Alicia is getting for her fight? Is it? I don't want to say it's that not because like I, the men, I don't want to say because. Um, whom I talk to, my source, I am not revealing anything, and I don't want to. I don't want to put that out. Okay. Even even, and the other reason why I don't want to put that out is because I don't want to put Alicia's business okay out like that, out of respect, where most people would not do that, but we're very respectful. And you know what? I remember, and you correct about you know women getting pimped in the boxing industry because you remember when we had uh, what's her name? Uh, Mia Killer B. Yeah, Mia Killer B and her father. Yeah, and she t said that she heard that they would get this much. Yeah, it was. I think it was three thousand dollars. Yeah, but, I think it was but, three thousand. But this is what I'm trying to and say. And the father said, "No, yeah. we ain't taking that." No. So, you know. You know, the Stafford Show is a platform where we campaign for women, women rights in the sport of boxing. And I know that women are definitely on the rise in the sport of boxing. But there are some things that, that definitely need to change, like right now, like the pay need to increase, uh, the number of minutes per round instead of two, it needs to be three. Um, I, I believe that women brings a different element and an attraction to the sport of boxing that's missing. And if a woman, if, 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 if a woman has the ability to perform at an elite level, then when we have the mega fights, I, I believe they should be on the card, Sheila. Yeah, we discussed that before, but see, it's all with the contract. So what I'm saying is every all the details need to be put down. Like she has to pay her corner. 
the manager gets 35%. So that's 35%. And then you have the your promoter. Then you the actually have group? somebody, wait a minute, then you actually have somebody from one of the sanctioning bodies that's going to be there. Then, I mean, the, I'm not going to keep on going because we all know the list goes on and on and on. But what I'm saying is in that contract, all that needs, I believe it needs to be itemized. It needs to be listed. And then in parentheses or whatnot, if it's going to be a high title fight, you need to start, you need to have that and then subtract everything down to show this is what you're going to be actually leaving with. Another thing is about the social media and the advertising and the campaigning. That is on the promoter. That's some of the things that the promoter's supposed to do because let me tell you, I have heard some of the female boxers selling their own tickets, asking for their own sponsors, and then they say that they're working or they may have an OnlyFans page. What? Yes. A boxer, female a boxer? A female boxer, yes. Or I have heard that a female boxer said, called out another boxer saying, well, um, you got paid less than someone who has an OnlyFans. Wow. So my whole thing is, if you want to have a distinction between the males and the females, it's a lot going on. Now, when we had Christian on the, um, on the show from Malta, mm -hmm. now he said that he did have to sell his own tickets, but you have to understand, Malta is not like the... the the, the, the boxing, States, no. like it's on the island, theme. And, right? You know. So he's doing what he has to do, but I'm talking about female fighters that are up there that are actually selling their own tickets, and you don't hear the other male boxers selling their own tickets. I think Clarissa Shield does a great job marketing herself. She does, but she has sold some tickets as well. Oh, she did? She did. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah. She did. And then and she, she did gave, gave some, some yeah. to some of the youth. Yeah, some of the youth. As yeah, well. Yeah. So they should not be doing that. So do, Let me ask you a question. Do, do a lot of the male boxers sell their tickets? I mean, you have to promote I'm going to be tickets? honest with you. I have not seen a post nor have I heard any boxer, any male boxer saying I'm selling tickets or anything. I personally have not seen it. I'm not know. saying it's that not. it's not out there because I haven't done a done any research around the world or the whole United States. I haven't done that, but I know what I know, and that's what I'm going to speak on, is what I know. So the promoters is responsible. It's responsible for that. For, for marketing for, for, yeah, and Yeah, for the campaigning and, and the marketing and selling the tickets, tickets. and of course the So that's menu. in their fee. Yeah, so, so that's 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 with them right there. I've also heard that some of the female fighters trainers are not really that good of trainers either. What's, what's they cut? That I don't know. Okay. That I that I don't know. I should have looked that. Oh, up. I see. It just depends. Yeah. Well, I think it depends. I, I don't know. Because you remember when Russell Peltz was talking to us on the show, or he may have sent some information, and I think 
everything like it's like between it can't 20, be 20, it can't, 25? 15 to 20%, something like that mm-hmm. in that area. I, I can't remember, but he had sent it. So it was, I can't remember what number it was, but it's a percentage that the, it, it's like a window, mm-hmm. like from like, they just give an example, like 20% mm-hmm. to 30%. But if the promoter is getting 35%, right, that leaves you with what, 65% of the pie. And then, you got the trainers, they get a cut. And then they also pay for the, the gym. Like if oh, they're yeah, training the at the gym, they have to uh, pay yeah. wow. for their membership. They also have to pay for anybody who wants their sparring they partner. They so it's mm-hmm. a lot that goes on. So the women, I need you all to really wake up. I mean, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. And I know that you have to talk mess back and forth to each other or whatnot, and you mean what you say and you're gonna do what you say, but at the same time, you all need to wise up and really get to know and familiarize yourself with, with the, the business. business part of it. Because there have- Baby, there, we said it on the same time, the business. business part of it. And also you get your own purse because you have to go to the commissions, the commissioner and get their purse. Don't let anybody else go get your else money. get your purse. There you go. Because that has happened. Off the top. And that has happened too. They're gonna scam off the top. That has happened. And that's why I'm saying, like, this is what I really don't understand. I really don't. And I get it. It's the world, it's people. People are gonna do what they want to do because they've been doing it for so long and they've gotten very cocky. But come on, man. Like, really? At the end of the day, you are robbing these women, but at the same time, women, it's time for you all to step up. And that's for all industries because people will take advantage of us because of the passion that we have for what we do, what we can do, and what we can bring to the table. We will get used and run down. And we have to start speaking up. Because let's be real, it's hard for a lot of employers to keep employees nowadays. Oh, it's tough. tough. And if you bring something to the table and don't always give out information anymore, they might have to. You cop up their bread. So let's just get to the point and read those contracts and. We also have to know our worth. Yeah. We have to know our worth. But at we the are end of worth the day, something. At the end of the day, it is the female as well as the male's responsibility to be about their business. That's true too. But and I'm more so you got with the, the females. But, but you got I don't want to leave leave off the males because you all know that I honor my husband and I have much respect for the men out there, but Women are really got tightened up, and then they're also being mistreated as well, like the trainers or the managers, and even sometimes some of the promoters are really nasty to these women. But see, that's that's crazy. You know, when you would say, "This is what you'll say," but I'm going to use the women as an example. We'll be mean to each other, go off and fight and kill and steal with each other. But when it comes down to anybody else, then we're like this. Quiet. 
don't have a backbone. No. 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 You got to do some talking. I was doing the mannequin challenge for I know. <laughs> you got to do the talking. You got to do the talking. Speak up. You got to do the talking. You got to be heard. It's At okay. the end of the day, it is a business. The world is a business. The world is a business. You are a business. Like Jay-Z say, I am the business. Yeah, they are because they are protecting their But you fighter. know what, though, Sheila? I don't hear any bad things about the UFC female fighters because I'm going to tell you the truth. Did you hear that? Is it true that Dana White is no longer the president? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I got I looked that up. But every weekend, I see some female championship fight on on different class, excuse me, in different classes with that UFC with the females. I see so much promotion on TV when it comes to the females. Clarissa just had a fight. A UFC bot fight? Yeah, yeah. She she whooped that tail too, boy. She oh, congratulations, congratulations to Clarissa Ooh. because she has a sponsor, a uh, Budweiser. Is oh, it Budweiser or Bud Light? It's one of those alcohol uh, companies that gave her sponsorship so i'm very excited for her i think she you know what it's it's clarissa but it wasn't boxing it was the ufc so you see how the you we were just talking about the ufc how man they do so much marketing with these women they do. and i don't see any marketing you know what sheila to be honest with you i haven't even seen a commercial with a female boxer like no type of promotion have you i only see it on like no. i don't i only see it like on social media but like in the mainstream like you know tv the commercials or anything like right. that i never see any female promotions or, or marketing about any female fights on national tv that's crazy that's crazy yeah that's why i that's it's that's it's, crazy. It's, I don't like it. I don't know, but I tell you what, the UFC is doing a remarkable job marketing these female fighters and the whoever's the the, the WBC, the WBA, and y'all need y'all really need, need to tighten, to tighten up, up bro. because also with the money being paid for those belts. Earl Spence said something look, about it. Really it. Need, the women need to be protected. Like all the fighters, of course, need to be protected, but the women really need to be protected. And the judges, this is my personal opinion when it comes to the judges and the referees. I believe that every so often, I don't know how they would do it. They, they need to be certified or be recertified. They need to go back and read some rules and some laws and regulations. Or and they need to be diversified. Like meaning there needs to be, be a woman. Women. Yeah, but they, they do to... every now and then. Yeah, every now and then they've, they've had- But not on them big, but not on them big fights though. Yeah, I it'd be all It'd be all three male judges, but- And everybody's connected and that's the thing. Like everybody is so connected. And what I mean by that is Someone can talk to somebody else and then a decision can be made. Yeah. And then how is that protecting the sport, period, or the fighter? 
like how is that abiding by the rules of the regulation if people on the inside can do whatever it is they want to do from somebody on it's like the outside but it's still the inside and what i mean by that is i mean like a trainer or a manager or a promoter talking to someone a commissioner gotcha something like that and then talking to a judge or a referee so let me ask you a question Sheila. now that we see the injustice when it comes to female boxers in the industry what are some of the things that you propose that can help change the narrative the way female boxers are being treated well one of the things like i said is the uh, sanctioning bodies they need to protect the female boxers women boxers slash athletes they really need to be protected it need to be in black and white yes everything always in black and white it need to be black and white um the other thing is they need need to abide by their own rules that they set in their own regulations and they need to hold people accountable if they do not do it that goes for everybody that goes from the judges to the referees to the managers to the promoters to it doesn't even matter at this point everybody needs to be held accountable even if there needs to be some type of investigation that needs to go on you all have so much money that y'all are getting from the boxers and the fighters so you should have it to do that as well and also what needs to be done is the contract like the contract needs to be itemized it really needs to be itemized because there's certain things that that will be left out and you get your notes yeah well this is just some of the things that should actually be in the contract oh even as far as where the boxer is going to camp mm-hmm. so that's even in the contract that too so this yeah. seems like by the time they take all these fees from the boxer's purse they ain't gonna have no money to walk on with so the identification of the parties the scope of the agreement financial terms the fight schedule which i had talked about the date or the time if it's going to be one fight or if it's going to be more than one fight and the promotional obligations which i already talked about what the promoter is responsible for the advertising the campaigns and the the ticket sales and the venue and the press conference and all that even for the training medical requirements and it's so much more that i'm not going to go through all of that but yeah it has to be itemized so then that way the boxer the fighter she knows or he knows how much that he will actually be walking away with because if you tell somebody you're going to make $50,000, right? And I know that the boxer knows that they have some people they have to pay. So it's not like, yeah, I'm just going to be walking out with $50,000. But do you all know the percentage of how much you have to give to everybody? They're really going to have to either have an accountant 
They're going to have to have some people. Or you're going to have to do the accounting. You're going to have to lawyer yourself. Because you got to pay some taxes on that money, on that purse. So at the end of the day, boxers, female boxers, I would highly suggest that you make friends with some lawyers. Like, I'm not telling you to do anything inappropriate to establish a relationship with a, a, an attorney, but you should go out to network events and, and just rub elbows with people that are in the legal industry, as well as, you know, the um, financial industry, because people in the financial world, they know CPAs, you know, and, and they know accountants, you know, and it's important. It's important to have these people on your team because oftentimes fighters may not be as educated right. enough to understand the language that's in these contracts. And so you don't want to be taken advantage of because the boxers are the one who puts in the blood, sweat and tears to be able to perform at a level to uh, help the promoter sell the fight. Now, with that being said, you need to be compensated. But I don't think that women should be degraded in their pay. And I truly, truly hope that in the not too distant future that these women will be on the main event. Prime example, you have uh, Chalo and you have Canelo. Mm -hmm. They got a, that's a mega fight. And on this card, I hope that there is a female fight that's on it. It'll help the sport of boxing mm -hmm. from a female perspective. And it'd just be a great opportunity for people to see some good quality boxing um, from females on this card. Like, I really hope that they do this. Like, it's so necessary for the females to really get the exposure because Clarissa Shields, she she sold out at the uh, what what's what's the thing up in uh, Detroit, Michigan? She yeah. sold out at the. Uh, I can't remember the name of the arena, forgive me, but she herself sold out the whole arena. So if you got a person like Clarissa or what about um, um, Amanda Serrano mm -hmm. and uh, uh, Katie Holmes. No, so, Katie Taylor. Excuse me, Katie Taylor? Yeah, you're talking about the one who Amanda fought? Yeah, so we need we, we just need more female fighters on these cards, period. I don't care. Just give them an opportunity. Now, switching gears, I wanted to switch. I wanted to talk about switch. Stafford Boxing Club that switch. we're going to be kicking off our second year next month. I'm excited to get back into the schools with the kids. And it just seemed like it, it just seemed like since we have uh, not been in the schools, how the kids kind of drifted a little bit, you know. And That's only because we can't go until October. Yeah, until October. But, Which is next month. But since then, we've been seeing the kids just drift, and I don't like that. And you kids, you got to stay off that, that, social, that, media. that social media, that TikTok. You. Like, mm -hmm. I'm telling you now, we see you. Yeah, we. <laughs> I always feel like somebody's we, watching. Yeah, we, yeah, we definitely see you now, for real. We see you. Oh. And, um, you know, I'm just excited. I really am. I'm, I'm excited about some other things that we're doing behind the scenes for oh, our club. Oh, and today, too. 
later on today what I'll be doing. Oh, yeah. I can talk about it now. Yeah, you can talk about it because you signed the contract. She signed the contract. Yep. Pop, lock, and drop. Okay, so today will be my first day training at Georgia State Perimeter College. Wait, 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 wait. You got to go Georgia State University. Georgia State University. Perimeter. Perimeter College. Okay. I will be training. I will be doing boxing, of course, with some other great physical activities and spin. So, man, Yay. the brand, the brand, the brand is expanding to actually be doing something with georgia state georgia state your alma mater yes it's it's a blessing my wife is training boxing through the stafford boxing brand at georgia state university today but today i'm i always on my first day or two i'm a little light on them because i know how they are and i want them to come back so I think I'm just going to do some shadow boxing with them for these first two days out of this week so they can get familiar with the number system. So when I hey, say when you give them too much, you give them too much. Okay. Yeah. So this is my um, my dress, my polo dress right here. I was just showing the top. And it's long, too. So when I put, you know, back in the day, when our parents and our grandparents had us to stand straight up and to see where the dress would um, come to where our fingers are. Well, they, they, it's so low. it's longer it, it, than where it, my yeah. fingers yeah, it's low. are. So yeah, it's low. very we respectful. Yeah, we ain't showing nothing like that. You feel me? It's very respectful. It's just a one piece. It's very comfortable. And classy. And, and classy. Yeah. And I'm really loving this. Oh, spirit. show them your champion. Turn uh, to the side. Oh, this, yeah, this one. Yeah, this one, yeah, this one, yeah, show right yeah, yeah, show And me. I also have my shoes, but I'm not going to show my shoes because that will make me. Branding is very important. But it has my Stafford. Um, Branding is very and, important. And my little socks. You too. have to brand yourself. You have to invest in yourself. I don't like investing in people. Well, we do, like I mean, our mentees. Yeah. Yeah. I like investing in you. myself because I know I ain't going to let myself down and I'm going to get an ROI return on my investment straight up. And I'm just excited about what God is doing for my wife, for us, the Stafford Boxing brand. I, I'm like, it's crazy. It is, it is, it is bananas. And I'm so excited to see Coach Prime do the things that he's doing. Like he's disrupting the it's whole... God whole college industry, football industry. And you know what I was saying to myself? I was saying that you don't have to have a church to be used for ministry. But well, the building, you don't have to have like a building because we are the church. But Coach Prime, that's a preacher right there. That's a pastor right there. And he does it a in pastor. a way that's relatable yeah. to not only the youth, but the young adults. Yes. Actually, all of us, Every, to be honest yes, with you. Yes. And he is he is entertaining. Yes, he is funny. So he and you know what? 
when I was watching some of his old interviews, mm-hmm. and he's always had that confidence, number one. And I was Super watching confident. one of his videos that he was in. It was so funny. He All that time, even though he made some mistakes going along the way, but I can see Growth. that he was... No, that he was actually getting groomed. Yeah, well, groomed. for that time yeah. until yeah. now. Yeah. So I'm happy for Coach Prime and his family, his sons, just everybody who's a part of the whole. I ain't gonna lie. It seemed like Coach Prime making Colorado a HBCU boy. No cappuccino. I want to be for surprised. real. Like it's man, he's got celebrities coming out. It just a whole. Man, just a yeah, different was vibe, Rick, was man. Was Rick Ross there? Or I, I know Master know. P was there. Was Master P, P there? was there? I the Rock. No, nah, the, the Rock, Rock was there. The Rock was there. Lil Wayne was there. Okay. Uh, what's my man named? The, the, uh, what's that boy named? Um, uh, Desi. Oh, the, the comedian. Um, comedian. Yeah, he oh, was I there. Oh, he was there. I saw. He was yeah. there. Yeah, he was there. That boy. He from Georgia State too. Yeah, he is funny though. Yeah. I do like him. He from Georgia State too. I like I like him. He's funny. Oh yeah, and one more thing. I didn't like number eleven on the Colorado State how you did that dirty hit, bro. That wasn't player, bro. That wasn't P at all. Was man. that one of the um players that was the player that got I saw it was the player that got hurt? Was Coach Prime's player? Yes. Oh yeah. It he was. Need, they it need was. To, he needs to get booted. Yeah. He, needs he yeah, yeah, he yeah, needs yeah, 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 yeah. Because for real, what it looked like. You're out. What it looked like, it was planned. It yeah. was. It was premeditated yeah. that you know this was going to happen, yeah. and you did this to Travis Hunter, which is the star player for. It is a star player for Colorado. So it was very. Karma. It was weird how it all yeah, went down, I and saw that. and the ball hit the ground. Yeah. The referee blew the whistle, yeah. and you still hit the dude. He needs to be. And, 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 and shout out to Shador because Shador ran from all the way from that uh, end of yeah, the field to get in his face. And I don't know, but I remember Coach Prime saying, "If one get in the fight, yeah. everybody get in the fight." But at the same time. I don't know, man, but the, the, the you know. Well, somebody had to come and, and do I don't know, man. The sideline was just kind of soft, man. They yeah. ain't doing that. I don't know if Coach Prime told them, hey, man, don't do anything yeah. or whatever. I respect that. But when a malicious hit like that, yeah. man, the whole bench supposed to go hamburger, bro. Turn up, man. And then we ain't see no offensive linemen. Come down there and check that boy or nothing, man. You got your star quarterback coming down there and taking up for Travis Hunter, man. Well, I don't, you know, I don't know about that. Now, shit. now I, I get know. what you're saying and I agree with you, but maybe because uh, I don't know, maybe Coach Prime just didn't want them to do anything because they're so they're so being watched that any little thing. They would just come yeah, after them I, I can see that. and just be like, okay, well, you're suspended and you're suspended because you didn't have to do that because you came from all the way here. And that's probably why his son came and did what he did to let them know, look. Hey, but I'm saying, though. But I get what you're I'm saying. saying at least see what I, Coach I, I know. Hear me out. But what I'm saying, if Shador comes all the way from – Everybody Way down, exactly. Following. I know. I you see what I'm saying? Everybody should have went, man. You don't allow your star quarterback 
the leader of the team to just go by himself, bro. Like the whole everybody that was on the field, they should have went behind him. Man. What I mean about that life, oh, oh, yeah. I don't mean that no, life. Baby. I'm just talking no. about. No, I'm saying maybe the team is not about that life. And what I mean by that I, I know life what you mean. is I know like what you mean. they're just like choir boys. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He got some goons on there, but but let me also say this about Coach Prime. Coach Prime does a remarkable job hiring females on his staff, man. I see him playing key positions. Uh, he got a, the, the white girl. She's a physical fitness trainer. He It's another black girl that's in the weight room. Um, he, he even had like two young females come from Jackson State hmm. all the way Jackson to State. Colorado Ooh, the, to be part of the uh, equipment right team. So I'm Jeez. watching stuff like that. You know what I mean? And like, man... Yo, man, shout out to Coach Prime Deion Sanders, man, because for me, I've seen so many of black men fall in leadership positions that has crippled our community. And to see someone like him who has revolutionized the whole boxing, excuse me, not boxing, football industry, college football, it's amazing to me. And I like Coach Prime and I respect him and love him because he's a man of God and he stands on that. His son said he had prayed to God, Shiloh. He said, Lord, if you allow me to get this interception, I'm going to go to church in the morning. And I've never heard no football player, be it pro or college, have that type of relationship with god like you know what i mean like they they have like coach prime and still being a man of god being faith believers in his sons man and they are very strong believers and i had when i heard shallow say that and he was like well i got to you know be at the house well what time is one o'clock oh i got to get up and i got to go to church because shallow said that man i made a covenant with god mm. that if i get this in obsession, I'm gonna go to church. And so, man, just to see a black man um, raise his sons up to be men of character. And I'm not saying that they perfect, but what I what but what I am saying that his sons are a reflection of Coach Prime Deion Sanders. And I'm just so happy, man, that we see a black man that will not compromise. I don't see Coach Prime compromise because he's always had money he's always been him he's he's always been at the top of anything that he's been involved with football baseball now he is uh you know coaching um uh, colorado and he done a magnificent a magnificent job at jackson state and now it has transferred onto colorado and i even see one of these uh nfl owners uh who's going to take a chance on him. And I want Coach Prime to be able to coach his sons in the National Football League because to have a father coach his sons in the NFL, it, it's never been done before. And I want to see that happen. I'm speaking in that into existence. I plead the blood of Jesus over that. I want that to happen because he has always uh, been involved with his son's life 
lives. And he has coached them in peewee, high school, and now college. And I would like to see it on the NFL level. You know what I'm saying? And we need more minority owners in the NFL, and we need more African-American football coaches in the NFL because majority of the players are African-Americans just as well as in basketball. But I want to say, man, I'm so proud of you, Coach Prime. I really am, man. It's just your character. I see so much of that John Maxwell in you because I've am i been in it, and I was, I was like – I was like, I was like surprised when you had the John Maxwell 360 liter book behind you when you was doing an interview on, uh, I forgot what, what show it was. But anyway, the same material that you're reading, I'm reading. And so it, it, it makes me feel good that I'm on the right track and I'm eating that same type of diet that you eating because I too am like you in so many ways. But you are an amazing father. You really are. And you're a great leader. And I respect you to the utmost, man. I appreciate God using you to inspire black men like myself to do the uh, the unthinkable, to not be uh, a cookie cutter, a trendsetter, a trailblazer. And so having you go before and you are doing what you're doing is definitely inspiring and I appreciate you. Okay. Sounds good to me. Yeah, sound good. I got comfortable, so you sure looking good. My wife looking good. And I don't mean no disrespect to nobody, but my wife my wife better than yours. That's just, just the way I feel. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys for tuning in to the Stafford show. I'm big Stafford. This lady Stafford and together we are Stafford Boxing, the making of champions. Don't forget.